Hey there, Mike Stelzner coming to you with a fascinating update you might not be familiar with. Did you know that Social Media Examiner can deliver all the marketing, training, news, and trends, insights that you need into your inbox three days a week when you sign up for our newsletter and it's completely free? Simply visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates and take your marketing to the next level. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Podcast, helping you navigate the social media jungle. And now, here's your host, Michael Stelzner. Hello, thank you so much for joining me for the Social Media Marketing Podcast. Indeed, I am your host, Michael Stelzner, and this is the podcast for marketers and for business owners who want to know what works with social media. I'm excited about today's show. We're going to be doing something different I'm going to share with you in a little bit. Today, what we're going to do is explore how to launch a new product or service to your audience and how to get folks involved and excited about it. I'm also going to answer a caller question about using Twitter for live Q&A sessions. As a matter of fact, let's go ahead and answer that question right now. Fresh off the jungle trail, here's this week's social question. Hello, my name is Jafreda Brown, and I'm the owner of Brown Accounting Solutions. Website is brownaccountingsolutions.com. My question is concerning Twitter. I want to start having bi-weekly live Q&A sessions on Twitter. Um, My business focuses on accounting, tax, and business consulting services for small and medium-sized businesses. So I want to be able to have those live Q&A sessions for businesses to ask me different types of questions concerning their businesses. And I tried it once a couple of weeks ago, and I used hashtags like accounting, small business, and business in the tweet. I'm not sure if I sent it out um, in enough time before I actually did the session. So I'm wondering what's the best way for me to do that, and how far in advance do I need to start sending that information out? I want to reach as many business owners as possible. So I'm wondering what's the best type of hashtags to use if I need to use hashtags or whatever in the tweets to get maximum exposure for those tweets and to get the information out there so they know what I'm doing. Thank you. Uh, Jafreda, thank you for these great questions. Um, One of the first things that I would ask you is, um, why are you only limiting these, uh, you answering people's questions to a specific time of the day? Um, Rather than trying to make a quote unquote event about it that maybe someone will show up to, why not just simply answer people's questions that they have about accounting all the time? What if you just kind of become known as the lady who answers people's accounting questions? And um, here's a couple thoughts on why why this is valuable. First benefit is you become a very valuable resource that people can always reach out to and ask questions whenever they have questions. And what will end up happening is people will begin to refer you to, you know, uh, refer their friends to you whenever they have questions uh, on Twitter, specifically about tax and or accounting related questions. And the good news about this is you can answer these whenever the heck you want. It's not like you have to answer them immediately. You can answer them uh, whenever you get a spare moment. And I think this overcomes one of the big challenges, which is, you know, you try to get the word out about something that's happening during like a one hour period of time and nobody shows up. 
and you feel like you're a failure. Well, instead, I think you should just make this part of what you do on marketing, your marketing strategy all the time. Now, whether you agree with me or not, I'm going to make some suggestions on how to promote the fact that you are willing to answer people's questions, whether it be during a specific time frame or whether it be all the time. So a couple things that you can do. First of all, you can promote on Facebook. If you don't have a Facebook page, you can start with your personal profile and let everyone know that are your friends that you'll be answering tax and uh, related questions. And anybody can simply um, ask them on Twitter and put a link and just ask your friends to start getting the word out. If you've already got a list of customers, you can let them know that you'll be answering questions by emailing them. Maybe you've already got an email list of people that are... Um, subscribing to something you have to offer. If you do, then I would send a dedicated email blast announcing this this event or this ongoing activity that you're going to be doing. You also might want to add it to your uh, personal profile on Twitter. Why not put a little blurb in there that says that anyone can ask you any questions about this and that, and you encourage that, and people will begin to understand that when they see your profile. If you've got a blog, why not write a blog post about what you're going to be doing? I think um, it's. It, I think the idea is very good. I think that um, one other thing you could do is you could create a video um, and embed it on your website. You probably have a website of some type, and it could just be you standing behind the camera saying, "Hey, have you got any quick questions about accounting or taxes? If so, go out on Twitter at whatever your Twitter ID is, and I'm happy to answer them for you." I think that just goes kind of shows a servant mentality. It shows that you want to help. It shows that you want to help as many people as possible, and you know that something good will come as a result of that. Now, as far as hashtags and stuff, honestly, that's not my thing. I don't really know an enormous amount about whether hashtags will or will not draw on another audience, but I do recommend some of the tactics that I've mentioned today for you here. If you're listening right now uh, and you're not Jafreda and you haven't yet had a chance to ask your questions, especially anything about content creation, podcasting, uh, or social media in general, I would encourage you to go over to socialmediaexaminer.com slash voicemail. And the way it works is you'll be prompted to record uh, a 90-second or less question. And if I like the question, I may include it in a future episode of the Social Media Marketing Podcast. Did you know that we can deliver awesome marketing info directly into your inbox? Simply subscribe to our weekly newsletter that comes out three days a week. You won't miss any of the updates going on in the world of social marketing. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates. Now, a little transition. Uh, I want to explain today's podcast. It's a little different than what you're used to. Normally, you're used to me interviewing experts about whatever it is that they're an expert in. Well, today, I decided to have someone interview me. Uh, my good friend Cliff Ravenscraft, also known as The Podcast Answer Man. And you can find him at thepodcastanswerman.com or you can just Google Cliff Ravenscraft. He's the guy that taught me everything I know about podcasting. Um, so he has agreed to interview me. What you may not know about me is I wrote a book called Launch. And it's one of those little areas that I happen to have some experience in. So today you're going to hear a little role reversal going on. Cliff is going to take the um, the role of the moderator or the guy that asks the questions. And I'm going to take the role of the person that provides insight and answers. So I hope you sit back and enjoy this unique experience. And let's transition over to that right now. To help simplify your social safari, here's this week's special guest. 
Well, hey, everybody, Cliff Ravenscraft here, and this week's special guest is none other than Michael Stelzner himself. Michael, welcome to your show. <laughs> Cliff, it's very, very exciting to be a guest on my very own show, and more exciting, exciting to have you be the guy that interviews me. Thank you for doing this. Well, I, it's my pleasure. This is the first time I've ever interviewed someone for their podcast before, but uh, <laughs> nothing like breaking new ground here. You got it. Hey, uh, today, uh, I know that the focus and the purpose of our interview today is to help people understand that there are very many creative ways that we can launch something to our existing audience, something brand new. And I'm really personally excited about a brand new project that you're getting ready to launch, MyKidsAdventures.com. Real quickly, can you tell folks what MyKidsAdventures.com is, and then we'll get into the details about how how you're, you've gone about launching this thing. Yeah, well, the quick skinny is um, I knew that as a busy working entrepreneur and marketer and parent that my kids are growing up too quick, and my kids are between the ages of 5 and 11, and I decided that it was time for me to go ahead and start something that I wish always existed, which is basically a a recipe book or an online guide for parents that want to have fun adventures with their kids, but they don't have a lot of creative juice left after they're they're done doing their work. So My Kids Adventures really is an online magazine for parents that want to have adventures with their kids uh, in their home, in their neighborhood, in the great outdoors, anywhere. And it's got just you know, it's going to be launching real soon here in a few days, and it's just got tons of great um, content from people that, you know, are really, really super creative. So I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it as well. I, I, of course, I've seen the video that you've created. We're going to talk a little bit about that video. When did you create it? How did you create it? All of those different things that you've done. But uh, I just want to say as an entrepreneur myself, a guy who works around the clock and loves what he does, but i uh, I do struggle sometimes to find that creativity and hanging out with my kids. So just personally, I am interested in this. But I know what your audience for this podcast is probably more interested in, and that is this idea of the launch method. Now, you are very big on the launch. I believe you even wrote a book about launching, didn't you? Uh, yeah, it was called Launch. <laughs> <laughs> so so you're huge on this. Now, the thing is, is I have, uh, you know, I started podcasting as a hobby and built uh, right from the out of the gates a very large audience for the Lost TV Show Fan Podcast. And, and I used that existing audience to kind of launch other projects of mine. But I never really had a strategy for doing it. I just knew that, you know, a, a percentage of my existing audience, this big audience, might be interested in some of these other projects. And, and so I just said, hey, I'm going to launch this. Uh, you want to come listen? It's over here. And sometimes I would force a sample episode maybe down the the pipes. I guess that was a little bit of strategy. But I think that you take a little bit more of a, uh, I guess, a whiteboard approach to this. What, would you say that's an accurate assessment? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, the biggest challenge that you face when you're launching something new is that maybe not all of your audience is interested in it, as you stated, with the going from, you know, lost podcast to podcast answer man or whatever you ended up doing. And yeah, I mean, bottom line is you should have a strategy and you should kind of start early for sure. Now with my kids adventure, how did you first, let's say, tease this to your audience? Well, the first thing was I came up with a really cool code name, Project Torch. (laughs) And um, what I did 
was only on my Facebook personal profile. And this was kind of interesting because, you know, this is kind of a private little network because I don't have people following me on Facebook that, you know, like other people on Facebook where they have subscribers. I've got about 2,500 people that are quote unquote my friends on Facebook. And I just started teasing that I'm working on a really big project called Project Torch. And then, of course, everybody's like, ooh, what's Project Torch? And I started doing a bunch of things that we can talk about if you want to. Um, but the result of these things that I did had literally people out of the woodwork saying, what the heck is Project Torch? And we're talking some pretty high-profile friends of mine. Even employees inside a social media examiner had no clue what the heck Project Torch was. And it created a lot of kind of underground buzz. And I, I think to use some marketing terminology, this was my teaser phase. Absolutely. And, and so this idea of this mystery sort of gets people saying, hey, wonder what he's up to. Totally. Now, it sounds to me like, again, you have, you're talking your Facebook friends. This isn't your Facebook fan page, which Correct. is Social Media Examiner, right? Correct. So we, you're, you're really teasing this to uh, a sub-community of your larger community. Absolutely. And um, what I did, I did a bunch of stuff. Um, I took my iPhone with me um, out to a location that I've always gone to whenever I start something new. And I just made this little video that was maybe a few minutes long of me and my clipboard and just me saying, Hey folks, I'm working on something new. I'm very excited. This is where I went when I started social media examiner, you know, so I kind of teased a little bit that this is something big that I'm working on. And this is where I went when I started the business before social media examiner. And that really got a lot of people saying, huh, what the heck is this guy doing? And then what I did, Cliff, was I actually, it wasn't, you know, I didn't go out there just to create the video. I actually went out there to create the idea for My Kids Adventures. Then what I did was I, I took a clipboard and a pen and um, had written out all my notes. I took a picture of it with my iPhone. I, I brought it into Photoshop and I fuzzed out, like I came up with like, what's your vision? What do you hope to accomplish? But I fuzzed out the answers. <laughs> nice. And I took a picture and I stuck it up on Facebook and everybody's like, what the heck is that? And I just kept doing that kind of stuff. Um, I also created kind of a, a vision statement and I brought that into Photoshop and I, I fuzzed out like every, uh, I, f I fuzzed out about 70% of the words, but left just enough of the words that people were trying to figure out what it was. And I just kept doing this kind of stuff. Every once in a while, I'd throw a picture of a torch up there. <laughs> nice. And people. So, so you put in a couple subtle clues here and there. Oh yeah, totally. And I did this for months. And literally, I would go to events and people would come up to me and whisper in my ear saying, what the heck is Project Torch? <laughs> so, so I have to ask you, with all this anticipation building and stuff like this, did anybody kind of coerce you or, or twist your arm or even maybe bribe you to tell them what was going on? Were they that? that Some of my really close friends said, you have to tell me what's going on. And I finally said, OK, just to a few people, but you must keep this private. <laughs> Nice. And then, you know, they would end up, once they knew, they would end up commenting, you know, on the comments going down the pipe. They would, so they actually became even more interested. And I've never tried anything like this before, to be honest with you, Cliff. Um, but it was just crazy because it created a lot of interest and everyone loves a mystery. So, so you mean this is this is the first time in a launch process that you actually did all of this, um, yes. let's say, kind of uh, covert action kind of deal? Oh yeah, I've never tried this before. This is this tease thing was something that I've never done at this level. Uh, maybe I've done it a little bit, but never at this level, and never for months. Part well, of it was also motivation for me to keep going too, because you know, Cliff, whenever you're starting something new, and I know you've experienced this, there's always that little resistance inside our head that says. 
oh, I'm too busy. I shouldn't do this. <laughs> Absolutely. How long ago, Michael, did you first have this idea that you wanted to create my kids' adventures? Um, it started when I went to Disneyland back in the summer of the prior year. So literally, I started teasing this in um, probably of August of uh, 2012. And when did you finally reveal the details to, let's just say, the larger audience? Okay, so once I went from the tease stage, um, the next thing that I decided to do, I w and, and you were at Social Media Marketing World, Cliff, and you saw this, um, I decided that I would do kind of what I'll call a super soft release. And I wasn't really totally ready, to be honest with you, but um, what I decided to do was during my keynote at Social Media Marketing World, I knew I was going to have a big captive audience of influential people that I likely wouldn't have again for another year. And I talked to some folks here internally and I said, should I go ahead and put a video together that just teases about what my kids adventures is? And that's what I ended up doing. And um, it was after my keynote and I pulled the Steve Jobs and I said, oh, wait, there's one more thing. <laughs> I liked it. You know? I loved it. It was it was great. Now, the video that you created was amazing. That was did who produced that for you? A guy that goes to my church actually. Um well, what I did was it's kind of a funny story. 2 weeks before I knew that we were going to I decided 2 weeks before the conference to do that video. And I was on vacation. I had my iPhone with me. So where we were staying there, it was near, uh, it was near Los Angeles. So I took the kids and we went for a little hike and I, with my video camera, just started taking video shots of the kids walking on rocks, the kids climbing in a cave and just captured a whole bunch of footage just on my iPhone. And then, um, I ended up calling this guy, um, named Mitch Dong who helped me put the video together. And he literally came over to my house and in one weekend, um, took all these clips of my kids playing video games and not being connected to the family and us going on hikes. And literally, we just threw the entire thing together um, in a matter of about a week and a half. Now, one of the things that captured me with this video, and, and I remember sitting there watching it at uh, Social Media Marketing World as you were revealing it to the crowd there, is the the script from the very beginning. You know, it's like, the words captured me and, and stuff like that. Did you write that script yourself? Yeah, here's what happened. Um, I started thinking about what is the message? What is the reason I got motivated to start this whole thing? And I just thought about the fact that I was at Disneyland and I hadn't been there in seven years. And where did those seven years go? And fortunately, I was able to locate a few pictures that I had taken seven years ago with my digital camera. And... Um, I just had this perfect picture of me and my youngest daughter waving in this little bug's life thing. And it was just like a very emotional shot and I was waving and it just so happened to be perfectly that I found that picture as I was contemplating where had all the time gone, you know? And I think this is one of the things we as parents often forget about is the fact that our kids grow up really fast. And if it wasn't for their amazing change that we wouldn't even realize how fast life is going. And I just, happened to record that script literally on like a Saturday afternoon. And I took a couple takes at it. And fortunately, because I'm a podcaster, I have this little <laughs> equipment. Thank you, Cliff. And I just threw the whole thing together and it turned out to be a really strong story. And um, the story itself didn't really talk about my kids' adventures at all. It just talked about the challenge we as parents face. 
And then at the end, I said, I've decided to do something about it. Um, introducing my kids' adventures. Um, sometimes all it takes is a little spark to get us started. Will you join me on the journey? And um, man, the response cliff from people was just off the hook. So obviously people were like, wow, this is something that I didn't expect. It, you, don't, you don't come to a social media marketing world a uh, professional corporate audience and, and expect to see my kids adventures launched. Uh, so as you said, the, the response was, you know, a, a little bit, um, well, it was a shocker. It was a shock to people. So, so, but it got a lot of people crying. I mean, guys came up to me crying. It was crazy. Um, you know, I, it, I knew it was a huge risk because here I am talking about something that really has nothing to do with business, but it has everything to do with business because it has to do with the fact that us busy people that have kids, also have a life that we often forget about. And what's really exciting about this video that I did, Cliff, and I encourage people to check it out at um, socialmediaexaminer.com slash kids, and I'm sure we'll embed it in the show notes. But what this video did, Cliff, this is something I've never done before also, which is to essentially put a video together before the final product was ready. And, and this video, in many respects, was a teaser within its own right. Because the video itself did not talk about anything about My Kids Adventures. All it did was talk about the plight of the busy working professional that has children and how we need to remember our kids. And um, I had over 100 people approach me, Cliff. And that's like 10% of the audience. And part of what came out of this, doing this video, which is something I'd never done before, was this idea that, you know what, you don't have to have it fully baked before you introduce it. Sometimes all you need is just a really good little story. And this was two minutes and 13 seconds. But the story was so strong and resonated so well with so many people that I realized, wow, that was like a mini research study, you know, Show, yeah. showing that video and getting that response was the, the, the fuel under my bottom that I needed to move forward with this thing in a rapid way. Well, you said that it wasn't quite ready for full launch. This was a soft launch. And one of the things that I know uh, just from my own personal relationship with you is that uh, you hadn't quite worked out all the details. Who all is going to be writing for the site and all this other I stuff? I hadn't worked out any of it. So how, how, did, how did this help you recruit folks? And what else have you done to recruit, recruit folks for the launch of this project? Well, what's really great is that after the keynote, there was this big line of people that stood to talk to me. And nearly every one of them said, oh, my gosh. I want to talk to you about my kids' adventures. Um, people like pretty high-profile people, someone from the Dr. Laura Schlesinger radio show, Ripley's Believe It or Not, and all these people came up to me. It was just insane. So um, I kind of knew that there would be some kind of response. So what I did is I told everybody in the audience to visit a URL, which um, is socialmediaexaminer.com slash kids. And on that URL, I had two different sign-up forms. One of them was get on the founders list, and the other one was I want to help. And in the I want to help thing, it said uh, I want to help um, create content or get the word out. And all we asked for was their name, their email, and then an open box. And um, so we had two different lists building from the day that this video came out. List number one was just people that wanted to get updated as things were coming out. And we can talk about that and what I, what I did with that list. And list number two was the I want to help list. We had 70 people um, that filled out that I want to help list. Some of them said, I don't know how I can help, but I want to help. Other people said, I'd love to create content. So what ended up happening was this video was a massive recruitment vehicle for us to be able to get people 
and and I'll be honest, I had no contacts, um, Cliff. I had zero contacts in the community of creative folks to create content for my kids' adventures prior to showing that video. But now I have more than I'll need ever. It's crazy. Yeah, because I mean, the the folks that were at the that you normally interact in, they're they're writing business content, social media content, and and stuff like that. I mean, it's not necessarily the typical content that you are. Uh, your circles are actually writing on a consistent basis, at least that you're not aware of, that you're aware of. And this did open up that opportunity for you. And what's interesting Uh, is a lot of people came up to me and said, I know somebody or I texted somebody during your presentation who's going to be in contact with you. And out of the blue, people that wrote really high profile books about this stuff were reaching out to me or people that were there were one step removed from somebody you know, and the VeggieTales team or whatever, you know, and all of a sudden all these people were coming in. Um, and that's something I didn't even think about, which, which was the reach of a lot of these people that were in this audience are pretty significant because of the nature of social media. And that just created this kind of really exciting, um, starting place for us. So let, let's back up here. We, we have this idea a while back ago, uh, and, and you're starting to tease some ideas with some folks by taking some pictures, blurring and fuzzing things out and slowly re- releasing ideas as the creative process is moving forward. You're building anticipation with your audience. At some point, you hire a friend to, to edit together a very nice video that you've scripted out and did a wonderful job, um, you know, basically talking about the plight of the, the business person who doesn't necessarily take enough time to be creative with their kids and have those adventures. Um, but then you also have a video or a website. You created a separate website and you also, prior to this soft launch, you created some mailing lists. What I, I'm curious, what mailing list solutions did you use, and what, why two lists instead of one? And what what made you decide to call these member people founders? And what is a founder? So, yep, I, I asked you a bunch of questions. Yeah, yeah. There. I'll let well, you first of all, just clarify: all I did was add a page to our existing website, you know, which was kind of easy. I yep. didn't really have the mykidsadventures.com domain up and available yet. Um, but as far as the list goes, um, I knew that some people in the audience would be interested in, in, in just when, when the site released. And I just said it was going to be sometime in the summer. So the founders list, uh, the hope of getting people on the founders list is everybody wants to be kind of in a special club. And I knew that, um, and I said to everyone, if you're on the founders list, you're going to get special updates. And I'll, let me just share kind of what the founders list got. What I've been doing every single week is releasing a video in my office of me, just like a few minute video talking about the progression of what's going on with My Kids Adventures. I showed people kind of the design of My Kids Adventures and the whole process of where it started and how I didn't like it and how I modified it. And then, you know, I showed them some of the articles that we've already received in. And it's just kind of a behind the scenes little look every single week. And by doing this, it's and, and it's only to people that are on the founders list. And what's really been exciting is these people have been emailing me, they've been commenting on YouTube, and they've been saying, oh my gosh, this is so cool. I love this behind the scenes stuff that you're doing about how you're actually doing what you're doing. And it's special, very, very simple content just for them. And the way it works is we have our weekly staff meeting about my kids and I just literally turn on my iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> and record a little clip, but they love it. And, and it, and what ends up happening is a lot of these people on the founders list are forwarding these emails off to their friends and their friends are getting on the founders list. So our goal is to try to get a thousand people on the founders list before we started, because as you know, 
one of the things that's really important to growing a business is to have some sort of a little base in place. And if we can get anywhere between, let's say, 750 and 1,000 people that are really interested in my kids' adventures already and have been following along in the behind-the-scenes stuff when we launch, that'll help us launch that much better and that much faster, and we'll have some evangelists that are willing to help us. So when you add, added this list or you, you built this list, um, is this a segment of social media examiner? So, for example, if I signed up as a founder, did you automatically add that to where they're signed up for social media examiner or did no. you re- really keep this separated? Totally separate. Okay. Yeah, everything we do is separate. We, we use AWeber as our email platform and we just created a brand new list um, for the founders list. And we also created a list for um, people that want to write for us. And we can talk about that if you want to a little bit. But um, one of the other things we did, Cliff, remember I mentioned earlier that um, out of my speak at Social Media Marketing World, a lot of people came up to us. Well, we got over 100 people that filled out the I want to help form, which we set up, which I mentioned earlier. And we actually got on the phone with 70 of those people. And my team talked to every one of those 70 people. Uh, you know, we, we basically looked at what they said they want to help in and we kind of narrowed it down from 100 to 70. But we literally had 70 half an hour phone calls uh, over the period of about 45 days. And I got to tell you, talking to people that have seen that video and hearing from them about what about that video resonated with them and, um, was a big deal for us because it helped us on, it helped us decide what we are and what we're not. And it was just really great to, to talk to people that actually want to volunteer. Cause I could have just sent out an email cliff and said, fill out a form, which we did. But then we actually just wanted to talk to those people and we got just incredibly creative people you know, had we not talked to them, I don't think a lot of these people would have ended up doing for us later what they ended up doing for us. Nice. So you basically had the idea, you teased it to an inner circle of community people who are more closely connected to you than the larger, broad audience. You created a new list uh, or two new uh, mailing lists for AWeber, and you revealed this in a conference, which still is a very... It's a small percentage of your overall total audience. Have you done anything to reveal this, uh, let's just say, to the entire social media marketing, uh, social media examiner community as a whole, outside of maybe even this podcast? Yeah, so what we started doing was um, starting uh, with the June 7th episode of the Social Media Marketing Podcast, I started doing a weekly five to seven minute segment about how to launch. And it's basically... um, a little different than what you and I are talking about. And I've just been giving tips every single week about, excuse me, how to launch something using my kids adventures as the example. So what I've been doing with this podcast and with that podcast was making a teachable moment in each, before I went into my expert interview with every one of these things. And I think we did five of these prior to this one that you and I are doing, which, which launches uh, in, in the middle of July. Um, so that's been kind of um, teasing the social media marketing podcast community a- about what I have coming, which is still a smaller community, obviously, than the overall social media examiner community. Then the next thing we did was we started um, in our daily newsletters that go out to our audience, we started teasing that we've got um, My Kids Adventures coming soon this summer. Click here to watch a video. And we took them to the socialmediaexaminer.com slash kids page where they can watch that same video that I presented at Social Media Marketing World. 
and where they can get on the founders list. So, um, so every day now in our newsletter that goes out, we've been teasing about the My Kids Adventures thing just in a subtle little way in the sidebar. The other thing that we just recently did was we added a big graphic to the homepage of Social Media Examiner that um, I'm going to pull it up while we're talking. But basically, it just says something along the lines of Social Media Examiner presents My Kids Adventures, new online magazine for busy parents. Click to learn more. So we're just putting little... Um, little kind of um, badges or little um, opportunities for people to learn about this in a bunch of different areas right now. And we're watching, you know, maybe 10 people a day get on the founders list for My Kids Adventures because right now that's what we're pointing everyone to, which is just to try to get them on that founders list. And then once they get on that founders list, they'll begin to, to get these new videos that we're coming out with every week up until launch. Excellent. Do you have some special tricks and uh, special ideas for your launch method that are in the maybe in the bag ready to come out? Yeah. So um, by the time this podcast comes out, we probably will have sent a solo dedicated email blast to the social media examiner community. Um, We probably will have put up something on our Facebook page. We definitely will have leveraged the um, the people that are on the founders list and ask them to help get the word out. And we will probably give them clickable tweets. For example, click here to let your friends know about it. And we'll pre-craft a tweet that says something along the lines of, check out, um, got kids um, looking for fun adventures, check out mykidsadventures.com, click here, something along those lines. So we, we will do everything in our power to make it really easy for people to spread the word like crazy. Um, we're still kind of figuring it all out to be very frank and honest with you. The good news is as of this recording, um, we already have 21 people cliff that are actually writing articles for my kids adventures. So a lot of these people that have submitted these articles will also be someone that we'll go back to and ask them to help spread the word because they've got skin in the game. If you follow where I'm going with that. Absolutely. So the idea here, we're not trying to be the, um, the hare. We're trying to be the tortoise. I mean, I'm not so, you know, I know that I'm entering into a world that's a very, very competitive space. There are bazillions of websites out there for parents. We're trying to be a little bit different. We don't want to necessarily have a nuclear splash, if you will. Instead, we just want to be slow, methodical, consistent, and we know that's going to help us uh, win in the end. Absolutely. Well, you know, I happen to have watched one of the founder videos, and I know that three of the articles that were mentioned already in those videos are already appealing to me. And I can't wait to read them. Uh, If you don't mind, I'm going to share the three. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, How to create a backyard treasure hunt Minecraft style. And I have two kids who are addicted to Minecraft. So that's going to be interesting to see uh, what that article is all about. Uh, How to have an indoor camping experience. Those are the best kind of camping experiences that I could possibly imagine. Uh, (laughs) It sounds like, you know, it sounds like fun. And and really, uh, just just the idea, just the title alone, all of a sudden gets me thinking, boy, wouldn't it be great if uh, us as a family of five just pulled out a mattress, laid it in the middle of the living room floor, and just camped out together one night? I mean, it's it's pretty exciting. That's what I'm saying. All we need is some good ideas, right? (laughs) Exactly. And then there's one, how to make an amazingly awesome movie with your kids. I got to so tell you, are- that one is all about um, 
this uh, this guy has kids that are into Star Wars, and they found a bunch of old Star Wars um, costumes and lightsabers hanging around the house, and they and they happened to be on vacation, and they went out into the woods and created kind of an outdoor adventure movie uh, Star Wars style using just everyday stuff. Wow. Well, Michael, I tell you what, I can't thank you enough for coming and being a guest on your own show to talk about <laughs> to talk about. Uh, how to launch something to your new audience. And I encourage folks to go over to uh, socialmediaexaminer.com slash kids. Get on the founders list just so you can continue to watch by example to see how this stuff is communicated. Check out some of those videos. It's wonderful stuff. And Michael, thank you for the opportunity to allow me to come here and, and be a part of this as well. Well, I just want to say thank you, Cliff. And I want to let everyone listening uh, know that Cliff is the podcast answer man. And if you want to learn more about podcasting, he's the guy that taught me everything that I know. And Cliff, where would you want to send him? Uh, just over to podcastanswerman.com. Cliff, thank you so much for doing this for me. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks, Mike. Well, I hope you got some interesting insight out of that interview. Thank you again to Cliff Ravenscraft, the podcast answer man, for uh, taking my role for the day. Uh, It's not something I do often, but it's fun. Um, A few things to let you know. uh, If you're interested in continuing to watch how I am launching MyKidsAdventures.com, you should head over to MyKidsAdventures.com and check it out for yourself. Um, There you can get on uh, our list and kind of watch how we're going to be launching it. Depending on when you listen to this podcast, um, the day it comes out, just a few days after it comes out is when we launch My Kids Adventures. So this is scheduled to release on July 12th. And on July 15th, we officially launch My Kids Adventures. So you may be coming back through old recordings. And if you do, chances are it's already launched and you can check it out at mykidsadventures.com. Well, I just want to say thank you so much for listening. If there's anything that we mentioned today that you missed, you can get the show notes at socialmediaexaminer.com slash 49. Also want to mention that if you enjoy this podcast, you can let your friends know about it by simply visiting socialmediaexaminer.com slash love. That'll populate a tweet into your Twitter stream suggesting that you recommend this podcast. Well, this does bring us to the end of the Social Media Marketing Podcast. My gosh, can't believe it. We're done for the day. I'll be back with you next week. My name is Mike Stelzner. I hope you make the absolute best out of your day and may social media continue to change your world. The Social Media Marketing Podcast is a production of Social Media Examiner. Want more good stuff? Sign up for our top-notch social marketing newsletter. We deliver it straight into your inbox three days a week. Visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash get updates.